Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The following program was produced by an independent community producer. The opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the ECAT staff or board of directors. To you from underneath the peach blossom It's time for an episode of Be Awesome Find positivity throughout your life and work Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk Hello and welcome, be awesome listeners and viewers, uh, supporters of the podcast. Uh, another episode where I get to welcome the amazing co-host known as Mr. Mark Resnick, the master of merchandise, aka made it back. Made it back. I well, I wasn't gonna miss this one. No, I wouldn't want to miss. I this mean, one. this is um, I'm jacked. Yeah, this is. A... You, well, he, you've been talking about Santa Claus since I met you. Yeah. Yep. I looked back, you asked I, you, and then I've had a couple of people ask me this and we'll welcome Santa in one second. But I think the backstory, um, I, if you listen to episode one and two, which I do not suggest, encourage, or actually want, <laughs> but if you were to listen to episodes one and two of the podcast, I did them under my peach tree with literally a TV dinner tray, my laptop and my microphone. And I just talked into the microphone. So I just did, I didn't even know what a podcast was at the time. It was just you. It was just me. Yeah. And, uh, I got done with the second episode and I went in and I was like, this is terrible. Like I am not going to make it in the world of podcasting. And Amy, my fiance says, well, why don't you have a guest? I'm like, where am I going to get guests? Like, how am I going to find a guest? And the next morning, literally had this thought in my brain. I was going to Fairbanks, Alaska. And I remember reading a story when I was in Anchorage, like three years prior about this guy named Santa Claus, North Pole, Alaska, that was a city council member. And I was like, this guy has got to have a story. I, I need to meet him. We need to be friends. Because everyone's like, how did you make friends with Santa Claus? And the true story, yeah. I reached out on July 5th, I think it was, 2018, to City Hall, North Pole. And I asked for Santa. And they're like, he's not there. And I'm like, oh, he must be in the wood shop with the elves making toys. And by the way, Santa, they weren't amused by that. Um, but I was able to get his email address and I sent him an email and it got a phone call and he said I don't really do podcasts and I said great and we put the date I gave him the date I was going to be there and said be at city city hall chambers at 10 a.m and uh, he was there I was there and uh, we built uh, an amazing friendship which we'll get into that's lasted and spanned over five years so without further ado all the way from North Pole Alaska none other than Santa Claus Hi, Josh. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? <laughs> Do- can't stop smiling. Yeah, man. doing awesome. This is this is this is like this is a big deal to Mark because literally the first time I met Mark uh, last September and we started talking, a lot of my stories revolved around you, and you were really a catalyst for be awesome was started and created. But I think a lot of the catalyst of what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it indirectly and directly came from the the chance encounter that you and I originally had way back in 2018 and uh, well, I, I appreciate it also you've done a lot of fundraising for worthy causes through the years as well the fantastic be awesome shirts etc 
Yeah, we got to get you. We got to get you the Alaska version shirt. I've yeah. already told Mark we've got to. We're doing an Alaska shirt, and we are going to do it. We'll get into um, the Sierra Group that uh, you're is a Sierra Club, right? Yes. Okay. We'll get we'll get into that. But uh, uh, first of all, what's the weather like up there in North Pole? Uh, this is three days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's been between like zero and five. Yeah. So far. And how much snow you got on the ground? Fair amount, enough for me to wear my cleats on my shoes and my spike on my cane so I can get around in the snow and ice as much as possible. My age, I got to keep staying out there and uh, shuffling around. Taking in that cold, crisp air. Yeah. Yeah. You have to keep moving though, right? You just got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Use it or lose it. Yeah. 100%. One hundred percent. The uh, you've never been to North Pole, Alaska. I've never been to Alaska. Oh, we, get, we, probably, mean, need, we probably need we probably need to work on him coming in July. I mean, not everyone's been to Alaska. That's that's kind of a minority think, of pop. I don't think. I think a lot of people go to Alaska. You think so? It's, it's a tourist. It's a tourist place. There's lots of cruise ships, and yeah, it's on the bucket list. It's like one of those like like cruise ship things. So we'll mark down July. Right. You're gonna we're gonna bring him up for for the meeting in July, Santa. Um, I, tell uh, tell Mark to pack a bag because he's going on a guilt trip if he doesn't come with me. Uh, yeah, that's you what... should do it. We'll hit little uh, places like Little Richards and some of the other ones up here that are kind of fun to see, or the Pagoda, or you know a few yeah. of the other ones. You even got Santa Claus House if you happen to like the commercial aspect of the whole Christmas holiday stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. in the, the uh, Little Richard Diner is fantastic. Yeah, I can say okay. that I had a. Right. I can say that I had an omelet with reindeer meat with santa claus which was i didn't realize reindeer meat yeah after the fact i was like yeah, not my reindeer of course <laughs> <laughs> it was we, we listen we can't cancel santa yeah there's, we can't there's, be responsible there's, for there's a diners santa. drive through and dives uh chinese food restaurant that we went to right that's no yeah. right north wall yeah what's wow yeah it was, it's good too um yeah there's a lot uh what's really cool in north pole is and i mean they put, lot of tamales you'd get a kick out of that I haven't been there yet. And the high school mascot, Patriots. Yeah. Oh, they in. have the Patriots logo up there. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And all the street lights are painted like candy canes. Well, the the summer is when you have the tons of light, right? Is it the long, long days for sunlight? Yeah. Right now we've got about six hours and that'll dwindle. It goes down quite a few minutes a day. So mm. uh, pretty soon it'll be dark and it'll only be sort of uh, twilight for a few hours a lot of us take vitamin d up here and we have those full spectrum lights we can put next to the computer so while we're working on the computer we'll get our you know full spectrum dose mm. of what we need that we would have gotten from sunlight well that's important a lot of people get depressed up here plus mark you probably don't know how big texas i mean not texas but alaska really is you mostly see it on maps like up in the upper left hand corner or thrown down with the you know, Hawaiian Islands or something. Yeah. It's two and a half times the size of Texas. Yikes. Less kids in schools in the state of Rhode Island. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How, so when we when you landed at the airport, like how far is this in North Pole? Fairbanks. It's uh, 25 minutes. Oh, that's it? Drive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's a 12-hour it's a flight, but I mean... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can do a long, long flight. So I'm good with that. But hey, let, let's take a walk down memory lane, Santa, because, um, you know, I... I didn't know your story as to how you became Santa, how you got there, and and more importantly, why. And I think that we have a lot of listeners that haven't listened to episode three or I think 13. 
you were on a couple of episodes. So kind of give us a give give a little backdrop, a little bit of the Santa's history, and then let's talk a little bit more about what you're up to now and and uh, hopefully how we can help coming up in the next couple of weeks. Thank you. Um, years ago, uh, I've been a child advocate for a long time. And many, many years ago, long before my standard days, I was in uh, public safety as an emergency response chaplain and also a special assistant to the deputy police commissioner of New York City more than half a century ago. And I, with my work, I noticed a lot of children falling through the cracks as far as uh, social services um, goes, uh, especially with respect to uh, law enforcement operations. And um, a lot of people told me when I was ever around emergency situations that I would kind of help calm things down, especially for children. That's before I even had my beard. And um, I sort of got interested in that aspect of things and went into the ministry, making a long story short, and became an emergency response chaplain. And years later, grew out my beard for fun. I was living up at Lake Tahoe on the Nevada side, up in the mountains. And um, one of the, a lot of the people actually said that I should try doing the Santa thing that Christmas. So I did as a volunteer around the lake and um, it was well received. And that um, winter, around February time, I was walking to the post office up in the snow and the ice, just kind of like it is here now. And I was praying. I'm also a monk in real life and also a bishop. And I was praying, what should I do with this new appearance? And um, how can I help the greatest number of children? So right after I got through with my prayer in February in the ice and snow, this white sort of nondescript car came up the road. Its windows were open, which is unusual for that time of year. So I kind of glanced over, but I couldn't really see who was driving. And right after I finished the prayer, a uh, young man's voice shouted out from that car, Santa, I love you. And the car just kind of drove away, never saw it again, never found out who said that. So I took it as an answer to my prayer and called up the county clerk in Summit County and said, how do I go about uh, changing my um, name and um, found out. So uh, I, that's kind of how it happened. And uh, it's worked out pretty well. I was just trying to think of the county name. It's not coming to me anymore, but um, I think it was some, but I'm not sure. So anyway, um, I got a call from the city or the county clerk a few days or a few weeks later, because you have to go through some hoops to get the name change. And she said, come on down, Santa, your paperwork's ready to go. And the first time I had to go through changing it with social security and driver's license and flying in airplanes, going through transportation security administration stuff, it was pretty interesting. But now it's been 18 years and um, sort of second nature to me now. In fact, I don't even turn around if people happen to mention my former name. I just assume they're talking to somebody else. But you're you're the only That's Santa Claus, right? Or, or, or is like, the, is only, the only the only the only legally named Santa Claus in North Pole, Alaska. There are people named Santa Claus in the world. Oh, there are. Okay. Oh yeah, the only one in North Pole, Alaska. Yeah, it's perfectly legal for people to change their name to it, but a lot of judges um, <clears throat> sort of discourage it. I was lucky. Um, I had a judge that happened to have been appointed by the uh, governor of the state of Nevada at the time, and. He asked, the judge asked, <clears throat> excuse me, the governor, whether he should do it. He had this guy who wants to change the name to Santa Claus. So 
fortunately for me, the governor said, oh, yeah, that's the guy he paired, you know, mm -hmm. a couple of our functions around the lake and all the people around here know him. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. So it made it very easy for me. Uh, for other people that might like to do that, it might be a little bit more challenging. You still must get the, this is a joke, right, at the airport? Or do you still get? Like, well, usually I walk in with a big smile and say, how are you doing? And just very relaxed and <laughs> sort of. And a lot of times, the first few times I went through, I had to go through the wanding and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And I had plenty of IDs. I was also working as, emergency, as an emergency responder for FEMA. So I had my federal ID and also a passport and my driver's license, et cetera. <clears throat> so after some discussions with people at TSA, I would always get through. But somebody there um, who was one of the federal security directors for one of the airports, um, fortunately for me, got on the Internet and did an email to their corresponding people throughout the United States in TSA saying, here's this guy. Santa Claus is be traveling, you know, a lot of times during the holidays, et cetera. So yeah, I'll just check his ID, but he's fine. <laughs> so the next few times I went, it was a lot easier. I got a much more positive reception, which was kind of very refreshing. Yeah, I love it. Do you have planes that are, they just like welcome you, like after the after you check in? Yeah, usually I say hi to the people when I'm sort of getting on board anyway, and I keep a yeah. lot of little sort of business cards with me that I like to, to hand out. It's nothing commercial. It's just kind of has yeah. my website, which is santaclausnorcolalaska.com and um, sort of make them feel at ease and get to my seat, usually an aisle seat and, uh, you know, throw my one bag up. I've learned not to check bags or do any of that. So I just travel pretty, pretty light and the places I'm going, the people I'm visiting always have their sort of washing machines and stuff so I can do laundry there and don't have to take a lot of stuff with me. And I rarely wear my Santa outfit anymore. It's usually just like a work shirt and jeans or, uh, you know, a big jacket or my monk's robe, my red monk's robe. And oh. um, that's about it. So traveling is pretty easy for me, but it's nice getting on the planes. A lot of times I'll get upgraded to first class without asking, which is kind of cool. <laughs> Did you wear your Santa outfit on planes? Only once. Wow. Yeah. Only once, and that was enough. <laughs> I walked yeah. monk's robe on planes a few times, and especially if I'm traveling abroad, so the monk's robe is a little bit, yeah, it, it's good for me. I, I, as you were saying this, I, I never asked, I don't believe I've ever asked this, what, what entails or what do you need to do to become a monk? Well, you, it depends on what order one wants to join and what faith, different faiths and different denominations have different kinds of monks orders you know through the years uh, mm -hmm. mine is to be uh celtic and anglican so uh oriented so you just have to profess your faith and go through some hoops that they have and um live kind of a simple life you take a few vows um I took, I didn't take the chastity one, but I did take the uh, vow of poverty and I took the, you have to take a vow of obedience to whoever the abbot happens to be or whoever founded the order. Mine is the order of the Anampara. It's A-N-A-M-N-C-A-R-A, two words, means soul friend in Gaelic. Um, ours have been around for a while, but it's a very small order. We even have some women in it. So uh, for us, we kind of 
it's kind of sort of a simple kind of life. Um, in my case, I don't have to, I was also elevated to bishop in the Apostles Anglican Church. So even though I'm a bishop, I chose not to supervise anyone. I, my, I'm sort of a mission or bishop where I go out and do my child advocacy or emergency response chaplaincy. And I'm sort of on my own, stay in touch with the abbot, but I'm still a monk and a bishop. And that sort of brings it back to St. Nicholas. A lot of people aren't quite sure where the Santa Claus stuff originated from. And if you like, I'll go into that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the Dutch have an expression called Sinterklaas, which means St. Nicholas. And as most people know, St. Nicholas um, is the one who's affiliated with um, Santa Claus. So the Dutch expression, when the Dutch settled New Amsterdam, which is now New York City, they brought the tradition of the Feast of St. Nicholas which, with them, which is the um, the feast celebrates the uh, passing of St. Nicholas, which they have it December 6th, sometimes a day or two around that, depending on which country it is. And uh, since they got to New Amsterdam with very few resources, they figured, well, St. Nicholas is a gift giver, you know, especially with children. And the Magi were coming to visit baby Jesus at, um, for Christmas, which wasn't, of course, called Christmas back then. Mm. Um, so why not combine the two with the feast of St. Nicholas with uh, Christmas? So that's how Santa Claus, their Santa Claus or St. Nicholas became associated with Christmas or the celebration of the birth of Christ. So to make a long story short, that's where the Santa Claus comes from. It doesn't come from Thor. It doesn't come from Kris Kringle. Kris Kringle is a, uh, comes from a German expression, Christkindl, which means Christ child. So they're two totally separate um, traditions. Um, I'm back towards the St. Nicholas one. Make a long story short. Is Jason know about Santa? So oh yeah. Chance, I mean, sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My kids, my kids definitely know about Santa. Okay. When my phone, when my phone rings, it says Santa. Okay. Yeah. And when he leaves a voicemail, I play it, and I'm like, you hear that? Because every time he leaves a message, he says, "Hey, Josh, it's Santa." And so, um, yeah, I get free credit. As a matter of fact, Chance gave me a big hug when I left. I was like, "I'm going to see Santa now." I gave you a big hug. Just make sure I knew he was. Make sure he's on, on the good on the good list. list. Yeah, yeah, on the good yeah. list. Yeah. He's smart. Yeah, please, he's, please be sure to say hi to your family for me. Absolutely will. Uh, he's smart too. Yeah. Um. So also sometimes with a sense of humor, like on social media and stuff, once in a while people will take me to task and there's no Santa. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And rather than get into an altercation with them or let things escalate on it, I'll just say, well, you know, if you don't, you're looking at them. And if you've been telling your children there is no Santa Claus. Yeah. So uh, yeah. now, really now what are you going to tell them? Right. <laughs> so, so when I started Be Awesome in 2018, it's zero followers. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a big social media person. I, I really need to, I, I need to step off and embrace it and um do more with it but when i when i went up saw santa he says uh, yeah i got this facebook page and i went on i'm like he's got two hundred and sixty thousand followers a facebook page and he was doing them you did like a daily positive you did like a what, yeah, about nine times out of ten it'll be something positive and i throw in one for me having something to do whether it was with politics or the environment or 
whatever, and got up to 309,000 followers before I left Facebook because I was getting too hard a time from the corporate Facebook people constantly for 10 years, and uh, I got tired of it. So I left and started a little Twitter account a few years later, and which doesn't have quite as many of the same kinds of posts. Yeah. It's uh, a little bit different orientation. Now, you've run for office m multiple times, not just the city council member for North Pole, but you, you've actually run for president. Yeah, uh, ran for president twice, and I uh, ran oh. for a five-month term for the U.S. House of Representatives up here. Yeah, I'm glad I did. I, I learned a lot and got a lot of people interested in politics and helped support ranked choice voting, which I'm all in favor of. Well, I mean, you, yeah, that was that was one of the things like you made the announcement and there was 27 or 37. I mean, there were a lot of people running for that one seat, right? 47. Uh, 47 people running for the one seat. And you brought, you know, worldwide uh, awareness to, to to the ranked choice voting, not whether you won or you lost was, you know, it was a five month term. And um, I think that you you did it for the, a lot of the right reasons as far as like you wanted to bring awareness and you literally overnight when you made the announcement, it was like your your Twitter following went through the roof, your your uh, shares went through the roof and, and you actually were in new national headlines where most of it was, you know, Sarah Palin was running probably the most well known out of the rest of the 47, 46 others. Um, but it was, you know, the headline people just wanted headlines, you know, can Santa win Santa Santa? Santa in DC, you know, all that stuff. I spent a whopping $270 on my entire campaign. No advertising, no staff, yeah. no office, no uh, mailings. You no actually doubt. wouldn't, you wouldn't take it. It wasn't that you were looking uh, for it. Nobody gave it to you. Wouldn't solicit or accept fundraising or endorsements. Um, so I came in sixth out of 48 or 47, however many um, candidates there were. And then two candidates dropped out. And if they had dropped out earlier, then I would have actually been on the ballot, but it didn't work out oh, that way. So yeah. that's the way it goes. Would I, cool. I would love to know what, what everybody spent. Cause I mean, it seemed like every candidate was, was they were playing to win. So they spent way more than $270. Since um, I was for the end of fossil fuels um, yeah. up here, Alaska is a big fossil fuel state. So I wasn't invited to any of the, um, debates one because i only spent 270 dollars so um i didn't meet anybody's threshold uh for any of the stuff so i figured that was a fairly good feat coming in number six yeah. with uh, a lot of name recognition a lot of support i asked uh, people who would support me instead of donating just you know make a little homemade sign or something or just go out and talk about it or go on social media. So they would take my posts or tweets and put it on their platform, whatever it happened to be. So I didn't have to be involved directly with that and didn't have to have a pack or didn't have to do any of that other stuff. So to my delight, a lot of people here were very, very creative. They made their own t-shirts. They did a whole bunch of um stuff and just saturate one of the tiktok ones i think you saw that was from josh yeah it was internet today or somebody came on up and uh within a few minutes of posting it they had a hundred and thirty four thousand hits boom yeah. just like that on tiktok 
And then other people started to do the same thing. They do mashups on it. So a lot of, um, even though there are not that many people up here in Alaska, a lot of the people did see the social media stuff. And I figured that's the way to go in the future, not necessarily for me, but for somebody who wants to do it, be creative and yeah. not have to deal with the system or be yeah. Republican or Democrat. I was an independent, independent, progressive, democratic socialist. <laughs> what year was this, Santa? It was last year. It was last year. Oh, it's recently. Yeah. So the person who won the five month uh, term, did they stay? Uh, they were. I when I didn't make the ballot, I endorsed the person who won. You oh you endorse okay yeah and is that person still in Congress? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mary Peltola. You've probably seen her in there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations. So, I think one of the one of the really cool things Santa and I have, uh, I think, a very great rate. We have, he's in my five. He's one of my. Yep. You, you've seen me do a keynote, and I've got pictures with he and I. And, and as far as impact and everything, we've never really got into politics talk. Um, we know a lot of how we stand and how we look at things. The one thing that's that's just fascinating because I'm not, I don't get into politics a lot. One of the things that's fascinating is a lot of what Santa advocates for and and goes after like he talks about you know ending fossil fuels and living in alaska that's like he's the only person yeah <laughs> you know there's not there's not many like that but what's amazing is how he i think a lot of politicians should take like he could write a book how to be a politician because he doesn't he i've never seen him you know insult the the, the someone that doesn't right. agree with him he just tries to show why his side might what he thinks should make sense and it, they, there's there definitely was some there was there was a couple of low blows in that last one but I, you you know that they came towards you um that a few that a few of the candidates that didn't know any better um you know because you put them on the naughty list but you, you really you really put yourself in a way that it's hard to it's hard to attack you right and in politics is a lot of that yeah the one you mentioned somebody said they were going to put me on their naughty list yeah and um rather than comment and i think they called me a commie pinko whatever so um so rather than talk about the person who said it you know them personally uh when i was interviewed by the news media about that and i was only interviewed once about it because what i said sort of stopped them in their tracks i said well they asked me about this person's statement and i said well what i heard was arrogance ignorance and fear mm, that was powerful <laughs> that shuts them right up yep. yeah what do you say to that that's yep. perfect yeah and that person unfortunately for me the person who i endorsed that became their state representative for the state of alaska so i'm not actually supporting her this time around for that yeah. and she voted for the willow project which i'm totally against and some other stuff but yeah with the po political stuff somebody like josh you have your wonderful podcast i was on the word i got the word out through 41 podcasts which yeah. is a lot yeah uh, for just a five-month run and one of the podcasts was with this sort of um heavyset fellow who's very very right wing and i just like the beginning of the podcast before you go live as you know you can get to talk a little bit so um i didn't have that opportunity with this fellow but i listened to his introduction and he was doing what that other fellow sort of did he introduced me to this person that's like the 
extremist left, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where he comes from, but he is going to show, he's going to be on our show and we're going to let him know what's what kind of thing. So I said, all right, I'm thinking to myself. So I've done some research on this podcaster and it turned out years and years ago, he worked his way through school as a bouncer. And I worked my way through school as a bouncer in New York City, which is a tough place to be a bouncer, especially in a bar that's uh, frequented by professional athletes. So call P.J. Clarkson in the, in the East 50s in New York, 55th and 3rd. And um, anyway, so I heard this intro and then we go live and he says, and, and here we have Santa Claus. And I said, how are you doing? And uh, he said, I'm fine. And I said, you know, I heard your introduction and guess what? We have something in common. We don't have anything. What are you talking about? It's something in common. I don't have anything in common with you. And I said, yeah, you do. And I said, we were both bouncers once. He said, oh, how do you know that? And I said, because I read up on you a little bit. And just like you did with me. And uh, so we got off and he was put on notice. You know, bouncers, we don't put up with it. So <laughs> <laughs> neither of us. So um, that's how he sort of got off. And I said, you know, we have a lot of stuff in common. And he said, we don't have anything in common. I said, sure we do. So I brought up a couple of things. And just like you were saying, Josh, I'll try and find a common denominator and then sort of expand on it as I'm expounding. So um, had a little fun with him and towards the end of the show, which was an hour and a half long. He said, I, I've never done this before, but I want to talk to my listeners for a moment. I said, yeah. So he said, well, of all the guests I've had on, this is the only one I'm embarrassed to say that I gave her a crappy introduction to. And if you're in Alaska, I hope you vote for this guy. Wow. Didn't expect that. But that's yeah. what Josh was talking about. Yeah. I try and find some common ground and without being horrible to somebody, which I'm perfectly capable of doing, but I choose not to um, try and elicit some sort of um, either compassion or empathy or whatever it happens to be that lets them know that, no, this isn't a fight against people. We're trying to do something together, especially for children. And that's where Josh and I get along really yeah. well. It, it It's amazing. It It just is to see it and to watch it. Cause I, 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 all I had ever seen up to 2018 was one newspaper article. And then when it, it took a lot of work to get him to agree to do the podcast, I'm like, I got to do my homework. And at the time there was a handful of newspaper articles. There was a couple of videos. There was, you, you know, there was, there was stuff, but it was like trying to piece it all together. And then afterwards it was like, you find all these things you, you yeah. meet, you know, you meet him in, in person in his community and you just see everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Um, and a lot. And and this was, I mean, Santa 2018 was we're, we're still in a very um, one side or the other. Um, you know, oh, you've yeah. been my friend for 25 years so that you could all of a sudden tell me that you're a Democrat or a Republican. So now I hate you. Like there's a lot of, you know, political there's a, there's a lot of relationships that are ruined over politics. And just to see your engagement and how you do it, just like that story with that podcast. And I'm pretty sure I listened to that one. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Santa just yeah. Santa just put him in a Jedi mind trick right there." <laughs> well, you obviously he's actually he was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it. And Mark, uh, with respect, when um, Josh just said everybody loves me here, it's only two thousand people here in town, some kind of little blue dot in the Red Sea. But when uh, a German TV company was in filming a little documentary, which I was part of. 
they decided to film in front of the post office just because a lot of people go in and out just like the supermarket and they said oh we just want to get some you know interactions we'll ask you some questions and this way people will know we're in north pole it's at you know the big post mm -hmm. office there and stuff so i said well you know some people don't agree with you know my position on a lot of the subjects they said oh no no that would never happen and i said well so they started filming with uh, a couple of cameras and about a minute in this guy in his 50s kind of walks by glances at me without smiling i figure uh oh so um he looks over and says hey santa i said hey how are you doing he said oh. <laughs> <laughs> so smiled because he was almost already in the post office by then so there's no point in saying anything and you got people who are videotaping i said what did I tell you? <laughs> that's, that's, okay, so... Uh, on his way out, he just sort of waved. Yeah, 11,750. Almost everybody loves him. Yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll round up. Yeah. You no, probably have to bleep that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's our first That's our first F-bomb. Adam can do that, right, Adam? You can... Yeah, he'll get it out. It'll just get the go after yourself Adam. part. <laughs> you, just, you just made history on our show. Yeah, did you, yeah just to make history. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, no. That's great. Um, so the Germans were surprised. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> what I never asked you this. You know, you've done a lot. You've received a worldwide uh, award for your work in trying to advocate. I think the line is advocate for kids in dire straits around the world. Was was the yeah, international was, peace prize? Yeah, yeah. That that was what caught my eye when I was doing my homework back in 2018. What what would be one of your be proudest moments your pr proudest efforts or the, the kind of the thing that you go wow that this is something i can put my stamp on that that made a difference in in kids or in a kid you know sometimes it's just making a difference in one one child's life never mind you know because like what i told you originally was you know you were doing it for kids all over the world and i uncovered that there's three million kids that are homeless or in foster care or underserved that don't know where their next meal or where their bed's going to be that night and um, that's how we started, you know, our first our first uh, program when I wasn't planning on do, selling T-shirts. And uh, we raised a couple thousand dollars for the Fairbanks Youth Advocates Group, um, which that was one of my proudest, you know, kind of initiatives that we just that came out of nowhere in the podcast. So do you have something that you're just that you just kind of look at and go, wow, that 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 was something that, you know, I didn't think I would be able to accomplish or. I know that you've you you know you call Capitol Hill and call everybody and you say hey this is Santa mm -hmm. Claus you know what are some some things that stick out? I'm grateful you did that by the way, but um, I would say well when children kind of run up to me and say Santa Santa I want an Xbox or a P mm -hmm. whatever thing, and uh, I'll say mm -hmm, no don't want to hear it. And I'll say what do you mean you're Santa? I said not interested. I say yeah but it's my list. <laughs> and I said well. Here's what I'll do. You tell me what you plan to give someone else for Christmas first, and then I'll listen to your list. And then they'll think about it. And then they'll say, well, we don't have any money, Santa. And I said, well, what do you think the greatest gift you can give someone is? And they'll usually think about it. And the younger ones, almost 100% of the time, will say, is it love? And I'll say, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's what I'm proudest of, trying to get kids to think 
about what they can do for someone else. Yeah. And yeah, then try and cap it off depending on what they're, if I think they're maybe a little bit unloved, then I'll say, and I want to remind you that no matter what you're going through in your life, I will always love you. Mm. That's nice. Yeah, it's uh, he's gonna do so the blessing. He's, you're you're I, gonna do your blessing at the end. We're gonna we're not we're not close to being letting you go for the blessing at the end. But Santa, do you do, do you do a lot of writing? Do you, you know a journal? I or? do. I do a fair amount. Um, nothing that you would have ever seen, but since you mentioned writing, um, I'm a member of the Writers Guild of America that just went on strike and just recovered from the strike, and also SAG and AFTRA also went on strike. So I've done a lot of stuff through the years, but nothing that, you know, anybody would recognize. Do you still do daily writings on your website? Yeah, I do the tweets. It's either more politically oriented or now with the whole thing going on in Gaza and other places, um, Ukraine, et cetera, and Africa and you name it. There are quite a few things going on. I try and keep track of through either UNICEF or one of the other organizations and try and throw my two cents in. Like today is um, um, Transgender Day of Remembrance for uh, people who've been uh, either killed or... Um, or did, committed suicide. suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who happen to be transgender. It's also the uh, World Children's Day. Just today is? Children, oh, yeah, and it's also uh, Joe Biden's birthday. Yeah, eighty-one. Uh, interesting combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite the, <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff happening on this day of recording. Yeah, this is this is more political than I thought, which is good. It's good conversation. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I love it. Hey, you know when Santa, when 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 you call Santa and he says he wants to do a podcast, you don't pay attention. He's got. He's got you don't pay attention right, when the president's birthday is. We just. We, I mean, he accommodated us. We're not driving the sled here. No, 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 no. He's, he's yeah, 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 yeah. He's this is a job. Um, now this is this is uh, this is great. What now? So Friday, I called you because we're gonna do. Uh, I'm doing two keynotes in Anchorage, which is pr- keeping me from going to see you for a day on my way home. And uh, we're gonna do. I don't think I told you this. We're gonna we're gonna get five dollars a shirt. We're gonna up it a little bit because I'm only going there with a hundred or hundred and fifty shirts. So um I was asking you for some suggestions or ideas, and you told me you're part of the Sierra Club. And I don't know anything about it, and I didn't look into it. You sent me the link. I'm gonna tell you I didn't do my homework this time because I wanted to hear straight from you what it is, what they do, and how they help. Yeah, Sierra Club uh, has everything from outdoor activities to protecting the environment. I'm their executive committee member at large for the state of Alaska, at least through the end of this year. And uh, we get a chance to do a lot of things. Um, We don't twist a lot of arms with respect to legislation, but we do uh, align with organizations like Earth Justice that fights for the environment. Um, We do in addition to the outings, uh, we do a lot of educational programs. It's Sierra Club's in every state, and it, it functions abroad as well. So I'm just happy to be on the executive committee here in this particular state. We have a lot of work to continue doing, and a lot of it benefits uh, children. 
their child health, safety, and welfare. There you go. Yeah. No, I've heard of it. I just, I just didn't really. I don't know. I'm doing more homework on it, but that's yeah. you know, Santa's part of it. I gotta get, I gotta get into it. So yeah, no. that's what we're gonna. You happen to go it. online and go to CRClub.org/slash/Alaska/slash/Board-Staff and scroll down. You'll see. I picture. saw you. No, I saw that part. I, I you sent me the link, and I I went on there, and I saw you. I saw your picture, and I saw your name, and I saw a little bit more, and then I I just haven't looked at all the programs and everything. But um, so when when you Google yourself, Santa, like what 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 typically comes up the most? Is it uh, um, work with children? Surprisingly, or? politician. Hmm. The political work. Okay, yeah, mostly because it was covered, and you know Google tends to yeah attention to that kind of stuff that'll sort of fade in a while then it'll just go back to my website instead of you know the politician stuff and and whoever did it for wikipedia i don't know where they got that photograph of me but i think they could have made a better choice i'm gonna have to look at that yeah wikipedia is weird because because anybody can technically contribute to wikipedia like i think right i thought yeah yeah it's like an open Source it's nice to be on there, but it's just a poor choice of the photograph, it, in my opinion. I'm just happy they're there. So, can you change it? Um, I, I asked at one point, and it stayed the same. So, I mean, if yeah, I think if you claim like, oh yeah, this is me, I think you can change it, but you have to do a little work on your part. I think. Yeah, I tried once and yeah. kind of lost interest in it. Oh yeah, there you are. You got it. Yeah. But see the photograph. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad photograph. It's just not one that I would have chosen. Oh, that's that's not bad. That you wearing it's the suspenders you were wearing when I met you the oh, first time. Yeah, it says North Pole, Alaska, but you can't really read it on the suspenders yeah. in yeah. that photo. Yeah, no kidding. I think it's a good photo. Yeah, it's got your website. It's got your uh, early life and education career. Wow, but it's interesting because. Uh, that's obviously what people think about the man in the red suit and mm -hmm. that that really was never part of your plan your, your plan was to no i did it as a volunteer for places but i that wasn't really part of my major calling it was more related to the spiritual side of things yeah and how so long have you, how long have you been in alaska now i've been up here for 10 years moved up on my birthday in the middle of may in 2013 i did that so i can remember when i moved up here <laughs> what about alaska uh well you were already in a pretty beautiful area but like what what about if alaska surprised you now that you're a resident you've been there for 10 years like what did you learn about the state that you didn't know about before um have you eaten reindeer <laughs> no i haven't done that i mostly have no comment time. It was, a it was a special omelet. That's all I went with. The, the, okay. the guy that owned it was what? like, I think he put, I think he did it on purpose to me because he knew Santa and he knew, and I was just, he knew I was in a local. So is, is it a thing people eat? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, that's why I was asking if it's like a, it's like sausage up there. It's a staple. Well, yeah, I'm a vegetarian except for our wonderful uh, salmon. Mm, I'm getting some salmon, yeah. bringing some salmon home. Yeah. I'll give you a piece. No, I'm coming. No, yeah. I'm going in two weeks. Oh, well, yeah. oh, oh, two weeks. oh yeah, I'm going oh, in two weeks. Oh, yeah, okay. bring me yeah. yeah, I'll bring I'm you. Sorry, I'm missing for that trip. Yeah, Is no, it? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry too, but I'm glad I got a, 
a second booking. It's always always fun to go up there, but when I go for a short stint, it's uh, you try to put everything all into mm. one one bundle. I think what's funny was that that the the Anchorage webcam is under snow. Ah, yeah. So I went on it last week, and I was looking, and it's like. I was like, something's wrong with it. So it's I called right. my I called my friend that lives in Anchorage. I'm like, hey, can you call somebody? I don't know who you call. I don't even know who <laughs> owns a camera, but the webcam's not working. They're like, yeah, it's not that it's not working. It's it's under snow. They get 30 oh inch, 39 gosh. inches of snow, which is 50% of the snow they get in an average year in two weeks in November. Yeah, they got slammed. Yeah. 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 And it's staying cold. Like there's no there's no sign of warm weather mm. any anytime soon. It's it's not going anywhere. Um, it's not a place my wife is interested. Nicole. So when I went in 2018, so I went, I saw Santa in July. We met, we did the podcast, we did the fundraising. Um, I went and met with him. I flew up to Fairbanks and I flew up the day after it was an 8.0, right? In Anchorage. It was an 8.0 earthquake in Anchorage. So I flew to Fairbanks. We could I have aftershock. I have earthquake because they have earthquakes every day there's earthquakes every day in alaska right i mean just about um but i have literal like shocks that show you the poles are moving and everything went had breakfast in uh, wow. little richard's diner and then that i saw july then i went in december i saw that that i was there for the earthquakes and the following year in 2019 i didn't get to go there i went right to anchorage same week december first week in december it was 55 degrees Oh, jeez! They have it's and, and I guess we do too a little bit, right? We can 20, 2016 or twenty seventeen. It was like negative twenty with the wind chill factor. So wow. it's the weather has has been crazy. That twenty eighteen when I was up there in July was the first time that Denali National Park reached ninety degrees. Yeah, that was uh, I think my second or third year up here, um, and I used to, I still do. I used to walk to and from home. To the supermarket and the post office, et cetera, and to City Hall. And I think the second or third year, it was 52 below zero. And I was out there walking. You have to like put a gator on your face and stuff. And yeah. That and was... a lot of times, if the beard gets wet, it, it'll freeze. And then yeah. if you go inside, you have to be real careful. And it just kind of drips all over you know, as it's melting. <laughs> Is this the uh, normal shape and flow, or do you have a, have you ever, you know, no, this is pretty pretty much it. Sometimes it gets kind of scraggly, mm. and my over my ears, the hair tends to flip out. It's just the way it grows. Nothing I can do about it, so I don't think about it much anymore. It just happens. Puts me in a trance. I don't know about you. It's then pretty, after uh, Thanksgiving, yeah, pretty majestic. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, it's after, perfect. Uh, Thanksgiving, I'll start wearing the Santa hat. I try not to do that before Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> now what what about i gotta ask you this because there's a debate in my family i do you like christmas music i like some of the christmas music yeah do you have this like have to wait till thanksgiving like the hat to put it on um a lot of people kind of try to prompt me to do that yeah but what i do tend to think about more is the movies coming up i used to like uh, and still do like uh like christmas on you know 34th street yeah some of the old, you know, it's wonderful. Um, whatever with Jimmy Stewart. It's a wonderful, and, yeah, it's uh, wonderful life. Yeah, that's great. And um, is the, one, the old Scrooge one with Alistair? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, those those three are my 
favorites and they had the one with uh, Natalie Wood. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you this follow-up question to that. Uh, Cause it doesn't seem like you're interested in it, but have you ever, do you ever watch some of the more newer ones, the comedies? Like do you have a funny Christmas movie you, you would watch? I don't know about the funny one, but like, Chris, uh, like Christmas vacation or do you, do you ever watch anything like really out of character? The one that got my attention was the one, what was the, the bad Santa one? With, mm. uh, what was his yeah. name? Who drank a lot? Yeah. Um, oh, this is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, yeah. Bad Santa and then Batter Santa. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he had pretty, a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. If, if I had an alter, you know, personality, that was probably. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, Bad Santa. There, there you have it. And he, yeah. he was good. He was really good in the role. Oh, he's yeah. He was a mess. He's special. Yeah, he was an absolute mess. Yeah. And the second one was equally. I didn't as, see the second one yet. Yeah. Well, well there's a little sidebar, but um, Josh and I—we don't have the same backgrounds, but we—we we, um, Christmas is tough for me. It's 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 not is it really. It, 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 until I had children, it was never a happy time. Yep. Um, just because my my parents moved to divorce when I was very young. My mom moved out of the house when I was seven. So, yeah, uh, November, December are very, very tough for me personally. I don't know if you, because you you yeah. kind of grew up without both yeah. parents in the house. Yeah. Sorry, Santa. There's a little sidebar, but. Yeah. No, I think. Um, so I think as a child. So first of all, my mother and my grandparents did everything they could to make mm-hmm. my holidays special okay and um definitely um i i looked forward to it as a child i think i went through a period where i was not like i was probably the bah humbug guy i was actually the bah humbug guy probably from my when you're older yeah like probably my 20s to to 32 when when danny and amy came into my life and came to christmas and it started the first year that they were that that they were at the house with me for christmas it was like we got the Christmas tree like the week before Christmas. Like it wasn't even mm. a big deal. And now we went trick-or-treating. We left to go trick-or-treating. And I had an I had a 15-foot inflatable ghost in the yard. And we went trick-or-treating on Halloween because I just come back from Wisconsin. And while we were gone, I had my mother unplug that and actually have the 15-foot tall inflatable Santa Claus. And he's been sitting in the yard ever okay. since ever since All Halloween. Right. So when you guys are talking about not decorating, like I left the house and all the Christmas decorations are 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 oh, no, we'll, we'll de- so, well, no, we love to decorate. Um, yeah. But as far as um holidays are, I think I think the holidays are hard. I you know and and I think part of this is my relationship of with with Santa and and other folks is like I put a whole lot of stuff with the holidays. Like I put mm. like it's it's a lot more about stuff. Um and and I've I can honestly say that I lost focus on what a lot of life is all about. You mean stuff, material material stuff, you know, having a tree full of presents for everybody and putting yourself into stressful situations, spending way too much money to show your love when, you know, like Santa says, you know, what's the greatest gift you can give love and it's free. And, um, you know, I probably struggle with doing that sometimes um, and we'll overlook the Mm. easy, the easy stuff and go for the hard part. But um, what about, I, what about I you, see. Santa? Do you do you have like, because you deal a lot with children. Sometimes the holidays are tough on them. Do you do you are you pretty even throughout the year? Or do you have some time where you just other things trigger? 
you know. Well, Mark, around Christmas time, I'll always tweet or um, I'm on Blue Sky now, which I like better um, as a platform. But I'll usually tweet out the 988 number because a lot of people get depressed enough that they would like to have a lifeline to to call and just talk with someone who kind of is prepared and well-trained enough to uh, try to help them out of their uh, slump a little bit. And the 988 number, which is a national number, okay. um, is 988. One. That's the yeah. suicide prevention line or or not really yeah. 988. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They just started using that number earlier this year i think and um it's easier for people to remember plus they can text it as mm -hmm. well text to it right. so yeah it's i, I hadn't, hadn't heard that i didn't know that 988 Did you all know? ages to uh use but yeah particularly during the winter uh season depression is a big big concern um and with all that's going on politically and the rest of it i can see why a lot of people get depressed um and you know with money problems and mm -hmm. divorces and all that other stuff going on and um love is the greatest gift but a lot of times people's real life needs <clears throat> whether it happens to be housing or food you know water um all those issues like domestic violence and the rest of it gets very, very depressing and life-threatening. So um, this time of year, particularly, I'll put tweets out just reminding people um, that the greatest gift is love, and that I love them as Santa Claus, no matter what. There are other people in their lives that they might not be aware um, who love them for who they are, not because they want to abuse them or not because they want something from them but they just truly love them. You know, they love their spirit. Um, they love what they have to say. Um, they just love them, however they might manifest themselves. So yeah, I try and concentrate on that. I think that helps alleviate some of the um, stress and some of the um, sorrow that many people feel around the holidays, especially Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a, uh... It's a tough time, man. I, 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 and if we have a hard time figuring this stuff out, kids especially, I, I, I say so often that to navigate through life as a child today with everything that's going on in the world, we, we, we've got experience, we've got stuff to think about. And, um, you know, we, you and I have been through in Santa, we've been through a lot in our lifetime that gives us you know, this hardened experience of understanding but with the way technology moves and how fast we hear about everything and how quickly it goes on. And I just, I just, I just saw this article today, 32% of people get their news and their information from TikTok. Wow. That's scary. Yeah, that is scary. That is scary because, yeah. you know, a lot of fake news, a lot of stuff going on yeah. out there that just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. So I think it's uh, a lot harder for kids today. Uh, Santa with the social media. I, I don't know if I would have made it if I had social media growing up. It was, mm -hmm. It's just, it's so, yeah. I, I feel bad. I think it's harder. I think it's way harder. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. A lot of people are, are bullied, especially children, whether they're bullied at home or at school or if they have a little part-time job somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, people get in their face and they're not as <clears throat> well-versed in how to protect themselves as we three might be. Um, 
So that's why I try and remind them, especially children, that there are always people out there who love them and will protect them, uh, but they have to let somebody know that they're having a tough time because a lot of times people don't pick up on it. And that's true for adults as well. You know, people might say, oh, I feel great today. And meanwhile, they're just going to go home and do something not so nice. So right. um, there are a lot of resources like that 988 number and others that people can take advantage of to get them through some tough periods in their life, whether it's the holidays or whether it gets time, you know, the year where they might have lost someone and it's a memory and um, other reasons, you know, where, where their body image is bothering them for some reason, uh, that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of that stuff going on. <clears throat> and a lot of people, I think because of some of the phobias and things going on around now, they're losing the sense of uh, touch, you know, yeah. putting their hand on somebody's shoulder or um, just a hug or that sort of stuff, or just a, just a nice smile, not like a creepy smile, but just a nice smile to somebody to let them know, you know, somebody actually, you know, cares about them or, you know, can see they're having a tough time. I've walked up to a lot of people who are in kind of dire straits or sitting, you know, down with their head down, maybe at the supermarket or outside the supermarket. I just walk up and say, hey, you having a rough day? And just start off a conversation with them. And after about five minutes of talking about some of the simplest stuff, yep. um, you can yeah. tell they're feeling right. a little bit it's better. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's the simplest thing for you to do is just ask somebody how they're doing. You know, are you, are you okay? And just just that they know that there's somebody that cares enough to ask that because, yeah. you know, we go through life so often that we don't care enough to ask if people how people are doing or say thank you. Yeah. But, because people don't say it to us, you know, it's one of those things. And uh, yeah, you put and a I lot of perspective. Of the, yeah, I say kudos to some of the public safety officers, especially police who might go up to like the Golden Gate Bridge or one of those places where somebody might be getting ready to jump off because yep. they're just really depressed and yeah. they'll try and engage them. And here's somebody in uniform, you know, trying to, to do that. They're yeah. putting themselves out there because they don't want the person to jump. They don't want the person to run out of the traffic. They don't want the person to harm themselves. Yeah. But it's tough when it's a police officer because a lot of people have a, yeah. a, a jerk, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, there's one that there's one that's circulating right now. The New York police officer, the young man was, was going to jump off a bridge and he, and he literally talked to him into not jumping until they could save him. And you see this officer just collapse because he's literally saying, I've been where you are. I know yeah. how you feel. I've been where you are. And it's just, you know, and a lot of people have gone through, you know, those feelings and things. And, um, and that's hard. And you like you say, Sam, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of great police officers doing amazing work and saving people's lives um, in these situations. So, um, man, I can tell you, this has been, this has been a good one. As they, as they, oh, this is great having you here. And Santa, thank you for making some time here with us. And we'll put the 988 information in the show notes because I didn't know about it until you told us about it. So um, we'd love for you to give us your blessing. And then we're going to we're gonna wrap it up and have Adam package this thing together so we can get it out before Thanksgiving because I'm all about Santa Claus before Thanksgiving, unlike Mark here. <laughs> well, Mark, Adam... Josh, everybody who's listening or watching, I wish you a lifetime that's filled with happiness, peace, good health, prosperity, 
and most of all love the greatest gift and i love you just the way you are well i speak on off on behalf of all of us we love you santa and thank you thank uh, you thank you for being who you are and thanks for thanks to the person driving their car with the window down and saying santa we Mm -hmm. love you to start this whole mission uh because it's it's been an awesome one and you've made a, a huge difference and impact in uh in my life and uh i'm sure countless others so uh and thank i can't wait to well. s- we i should say we can't wait to see you in july i just, hope i can that happens. yeah there's no golf tournaments no anything i'll get right. you the dates when okay. we're done all right great uh, we'll go to such a pleasure to meet you santa thank you same here mark I'm looking forward to it thank you well this has been another one for the record books. This, the studio is just happening here. Adam, thank you as always. Eastern Community Access T- Television, just giving us uh, the support we need to grow our podcast. It grows by your ratings, reviews, support, follows, listens. So we would love to have your five-star rating and reviews. We're at 70, 76 or 78 five-star ratings and on all pa- podcast platforms, 72 on uh, iTunes, my Christmas present, if I could ask for one regarding my podcast, is to us to get to a hundred uh, five star ratings and um, and see if we can do that. We can't do it without you, so appreciate you all listening. Uh, today's we had Liquid Death again. Yep, severed lime. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Let's right? keep her. Yeah, no, and, and matches the lights yeah. with the red and green well, theme. It all that. went in. Yeah, and before we close, exciting news. Um, I am wearing my Shovel Town flag sweatshirt again this is a different session and i'm wearing the same shirt i love this thing it's a carhartt defender yep rain deflection sweatshirt and mark has been hard at work for the last month we just released two days ago the new store uh merchandise website you go to beawesome.com go to shop um we've got the uh we've got t-shirts we've got coffee mugs we've got pint glasses we've got um rocks glasses still which are for the bourbon martini not martini bourbon drinkers whiskey yep. drinkers little little rocks glasses that have engraving and teak in the bottom We've got all that stuff online and mark uh on the last episode with sean melinde uh he went out made an executive decision and said all of our profits for the month of this the month of november are going to go to the stepping strong foundation which helped uh sean with getting his artificial hand so yep. if you make a purchase uh the profits that we make for this month are going to go to that charity and next month we're going to do uh our alaska trip we're going to give five dollars of every shirt so if you're in the audience in alaska five dollars every shirt in that couple weeks we're going to give to the sierra club in honor of santa claus uh for all that he's done and continues to do for our our world i just try to lurk in our community our country he's he's got the world covered so absolutely why don't you close thank you and merry christmas Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, Santa. And why don't you go ahead and close us out with the closing tagline? Yeah, no, you did the reviews, but uh, as Santa would say, if you could be anything, be awesome. I'll do it. Have a great one, everybody. Come to you from underneath the peach blossom. It's time for an episode of Be Awesome. Find positivity throughout your life and work. Just like our mascot rooster, see the jerk.